This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No! So this was my weekend, by the way. This is why I'm so happy. I bought goalie equipment from Canadian Tire street hockey gear. The one question I asked, were you playing with a rubber puck at least? No, of course not. You had street hockey pads on and no protection other than I wasn't that. even wearing a can. How about that? And I went to stack my pads. I'm like, whoa, I got nothing on down here. <laughs> I never thought that I would be leaving my pins. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. And no mask. Talk about putting them on the table. This is the Rod Peterson Show. I remember those days. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Brand new week coming at you live across Canada on Game Plus TV in 31 U.S. states. Good intro there, Jordan. I was actually thinking, should I get my skates shipped down here from Canada or just go buy a new pair? I have not come across an answer for that yet but hello it's episode number 1083 of your favorite daytime sports talk show i am here in south florida i'm one half of your favorite daytime sports talk show the other half is in candle lake saskatchewan he is in the god's country northern saskatchewan hockey country although all the hockey people have gone back to hockey moose is up there in lake country how you doing moose i'm doing great good memory on candle lake Oh, listen, I used to live up there, as you know. Um, that is the thick of hockey country. But as I said, the hockey people have gone back to uh, to hockey. I, hey, do you have the whole place to yourself, basically, at Candle Lake? Is that the sense that I'm getting up there? Pretty much. Boats are coming out of the water, and you're right. All the hockey people are leaving town. All right. Well, I hope you're ready to talk some fantastic hot sports topics over the next two hours. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan, and then we will... Definitely get down to business. I'll tell you that uh, TSN Ottawa's Claire Hanna is going to be with us in hour one and in hour two. One of the top hockey insiders on television, Craig Button, will be with us, the former general manager of the Calgary Flames and assistant GM of the Dallas Stars. Craig Button with us from Calgary in hour two, which, by the way, he's very excited that we are now on his television. He's one of the two million new homes. Ah, I don't have my bell handy. Uh, where we are now on Shaw Rogers Cable. So welcome on inside. Number one, point one of the quick six. We're going to open up with baseball. We don't talk a lot about it today, uh, any day actually, but Matt Chapman's walk-off double gave the Toronto Blue Jays a 3-2 win Sunday to complete a three-game weekend sweep of the Boston Red Sox. The tight series wrapped up a 10-game homestand that saw the Jays go 6-4. and four. Hear that, Moose? It was a tight sweep. It happens. <laughs> Toronto now holds the second American League wildcard berth. Jays off today before opening a three-game series on Tuesday in at Yankee Stadium. But for what a lot of you have come here today for, not all of you, but a lot of you, point two, the NHL regular season does not open until October the 10th, but there's already been a coaching change 
Mike Babcock resigned as head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets Sunday after just two months on the job. The team announced Babcock's departure following an investigation by the NHL Players Association into his conduct involving invading players' privacy. Associate coach Pascal Vincent was named Babcock's replacement. Now, uh, uh, clearly a lot of people getting very testy about this. We're going to settle in and spend some time. Did I mention that we're on the radio? WQEE Atlanta. Shout out Ryan O Radio. We are Atlanta's NHL show. Podcast and YouTube live as well. I'll be honest. When Darren Drager tweeted, I think Friday morning, TSN's number one hockey insider, that Bab's job was in jeopardy due to this investigation, I kind of got the sense it was leaning this way, but I didn't think it would happen this fast that Babs is out of a job. And for those that don't know, Paul Bissonnette broke this story on the Spit and Chicklets broadcast that the Columbus players are upset that Mike Babcock asked to see their phones. We don't know. This is very important to point out, Darren. I don't know, and I darn sure assume you don't know all the ins and outs of what went on in Columbus, nor in that investigation. All we know is what's being reported, and then the teams and the people need to understand that's all we can go by. We are very big in Ohio on the Buckeye cable carrier on Game Plus Television. We got a lot of people watching in Ohio, they tell me. Um, so, though, shock, shock. When it came across my phone on Sunday that uh, Mike Babcock was stepping down, I got a lot of thoughts. And we'll get to those. I'll just tell people the text line's open, 902-518-3033 for EMJ Marketing. Or you can write in on these streaming chat feeds as well. I'll ask you, what did you first think? Which, by the way, Mike Babcock had a cabin up very close to where you are, Emma Lake, neighboring lake from Candle Lake up there. So, hey, he walks on. He might have actually walked on water at Emma Lake. I'm not sure. But that's how much they think of him up there. So there's a lot of people very upset that Bab stepped down. What do you think? Yeah, there is. But at the same time, there's two sides to this, or probably more than two sides to it. Um, the first is he wants to coach his way, right? And now his way has worked in the past, and there's also negative effects to it. Um, so he obviously wasn't changing a whole lot from his way of coaching. It's, you know being tough on people, putting them in uncomfortable situations and trying to get the best out of them. Um, he's crossed the line a few times and we've seen the, the results of that. So he didn't change on, on this um, and he's out. Doesn't want to be a distraction. So there's two things. One is from the Blue Jackets who knew who they were hiring, obviously had conversations about coaching style and, and those things and decided to not stick by him or... Um, through this, right? You kind of knew who you were hiring. But the second is, in the release, there was no apology, right, from Babcock. Just don't want to be a distraction. So I'm stepping down. So it's a, it, it's a, I don't know, tough situation, but I do think this is the end for, for him in the National Hockey League. Interesting you say that. From the audience, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says Babcock will coach in the NHL again, but his days as a hot property are over. Meanwhile, T. Will writes in and says Babs wants to coach his way. Unfortunately, no one else wants him to coach his way. When the gentleman says he'll coach in the NHL again, uh, no, he won't. He's never going to go into the NHL as an assistant. He's not the type of guy that can be a number two. It's over. So... You made a really good point there about changing. 
I'm willing to give anybody a second chance. We've said it how many times on this show. I've had two, three, four, five chances. But I did finally change. Saw my good friend Jason Greger, Edmonton 1440 Sports Radio, saying right there in the statement of his resignation, he never apologized. Like you just said. I can't and won't say whether I even think Mike Babcock's a narcissist or not. I don't know him well enough. I've never worked on the same team, and I certainly haven't worked for him. I don't know him well enough. But one thing about narcissists is they continue the same patterns throughout their life in various relationships. And here's one. When, as soon as I heard he was doing this in Toronto with the players, now he's doing it in Columbus, the signs aren't very good. So... I guess my point is I'm not going to stand here. It's in my commentary, by the way. If people, you know, came here and expected me to say, Babs was canceled. This is BS. The players are babies. No, I'm not taking that stance. Even Babs' closest friends have said to him, bro, you need to slow your roll. You need to look in the mirror. You need to chill. Nope, nope, nope. And the five or six interviews that he's done on this show, which, by the way, tells us something, right? He has always been great to us. He's never apologized or said he was going to change. Now, having said all of that, I'm interested to get, like, really interested to get Craig Button's take on this when he joins us in hour two. He's a hockey man, Craig, if there ever was a hockey man. I want to know what he thinks. Because I've, did you see the comments, Darren, on our Facebook page, the Rod Peterson Show Facebook page, people writing in going, what do you think of your bestie now? Thought you guys were BFFs. No, because I had a meeting of our club this morning, Darren. And you know how those, you're not in our club, but you know how the people are that are in my club. You know some of the members of our club. I stood on the front pad of the clubhouse, and I said to a guy who was from Toronto, he's following the situation closely, I said, I only form an opinion of somebody based on how they treat me. Baz has been great to me. The guy goes, that's all you can do. And, it not, and to not go any further down this road other than that's what sports is. And I've never really worked in any other industry, but I can tell you the recovery business is not the backstabbing nature. Because I can tell you, I got people calling me up from Edmonton saying, why would you defend Victor Kui? He's blah, 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 blah. People in the Calgary media, why would you be friends with this person? He's blah, 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 blah. If I listened to everybody, I wouldn't talk to anybody. So anyways, do you know what that? I mean? So... And, you know, know, and with, it's just, it's, it's that. And people talk noise about me. And the good thing is I've got 30 years in the business to be able to back up that I'm a pretty good guy that knows what I'm doing and I treat people right. Has Babs always treated people right? I'm not sure. There was a time that I didn't. But I did change. So other than that, I'm about ready to move on. Um, other than the, very, the point of my commentary today, and I want yours on this, is... Paul B. Sinet and Spittin' Chicklets got Mike Babcock fired before he coached the game. That should tell us a lot about the media right now. Yeah, and the players, too. They have a lot more control and power than they ever have. If they're not happy, you know, they have an opportunity to speak up. And once it's out in the media, what's bigger than all of this, than the way Babcock treats the players, than the way that they feel, is... You don't want a distraction when you're a franchise, especially when you're a struggling franchise that's got some good young players and you're trying to turn the corner. You don't want any distractions, especially in the press. Um, as an ownership, you want everything to be clean, void of controversy. So you don't want guys around that are going to you know, potentially um, upset sponsors or upset season ticket holders or community 
you know, events and things like that. So that's as big as any of this in, in the whole situation. Uh, John Ohm, Ohm says, BS on Babs. Wow. See, there's a lot of opinions on this. For and against, he's one of those lightning rod type figures, Mike Babcock. So uh, people of uh, cool guy, that's the guy's name watching on the streaming, writes in and says, you want to get to know somebody, go for a coffee or a drink. Don't abuse your power as a coach to make players uncomfortable. That goes back to, we don't know the ins and outs of what happened. If he said, hey, because it kind of seems like he was like, hey, show me some photos from the summer on your phone. I want to know what kind of guy you are. That's really weird, and we talked about that last week. Who does that? That's weird. And if that was what was going on in Toronto and the players didn't like it and then he tried it again in Columbus, that's just weird. I guess my point, because we're going to move on here for the football people that showed up today to watch, is that a podcast can get somebody fired. A potential Hall of Fame coach. Two Olympic golds, a Stanley Cup. I think, well, no, I did think Babs was going to the Hall of Fame, but he won't now, and that'll drive him crazy. I would think, because of the woke nature of the Hockey Hall of Fame, they can't put Babs in now. He's too controversial. Same as Theron Fleury. And I would think that would drive Babs crazy, because we don't want any controversy. And just with Pat McAfee, the guy that wears a muscle shirt every day on the air, that's what the media is now. It's podcasts and, quite frankly, in a lot of ways, ex-players that are really good at what they do. Pat McAfee's that, and Biz Nasty's that. And the fact that Biz still has a spot on the NHL on TNT panel tells me they don't have a big problem with what he's doing. What does it tell you? Yeah, and let's not forget, he was right in all of this because if there was nothing to it Babs would still be coaching and we said this last week we'll know if it was right or wrong by the fact that is he going to be on the yeah. bench or not you know so he's not and Biz was right and you know is it Biz's obligation to protect the players well he's taking on that role and I think the players are probably pretty appreciative of that this is quite interesting I'll get my ohm gong out in a second. But he said, Babs should take it to the courts, in my opinion. Rich in Edmonton says, I blame Barstool Sports. For what? Launching podcasts like Spit and Chicklets? Like, hey, it's given the players a voice. And to be honest, stuff that Babs has done historically, or a lot of those old school coaches, is wrong. What do you mean you blame them? How we got here, I've ta it's taken me years in recovery to realize this, and I transfer that to life. How we got here doesn't really matter. The point is, we're here. So now, how are we going to deal with it? Because we're not putting spitting chicklets back in the bottle, and the, the bad genie's not going back in the bottle, or any of the other shows that have become so popular from Barstool Sports. They've been influenced. Listen, I, have, I do want to get to the football. It'll be all football next segment it's in my commentary today go read it at rodpeterson.com true power is influence and you know that darren because i think you're the first one to tell me that i've had team presidents and owners come to me and say you need to do this and i've told them you need to f off because I, i'm not doing that? it because it's wrong they don't have power of course i ended up getting shown the door 
but they didn't have enough power to make me do something that I knew was wrong or was a lie. Biz and Pat McAfee have influence. They didn't ask for it. They just got it. You know, jerk presidents, GMs, coaches, and owners that demand respect because of the title I have. You're not getting it because you're a, you're a jerk. And those are the people that perennially lose. So, anyways, I'll tell you when we come back, we'll take a look at obviously week two in the NFL. We'll look at week 15 in the CFL. We'll talk about college and the rage. How prime is the number one topic in America today. Forget about the NFL, at least from what I've seen. And a Canada West recap, too. And oh, Connor Bedard had a hattie. Of course he did. We'll be talking about NHL rookie camps on the weekend as well. We'll be right back on the Game Plus television network where we're live all across Canada and 31 U.S. states. WQEE radio, podcast, and YouTube live. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, our hockey coverage is brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. Head down to the Tap Room Thursday through Saturday in Calgary, 12 to 8 p.m. That's noon to 8 p.m. Thursday through Saturday, they have their own bar right on the grounds with the RP show, which they show on the big screens there, Common Crown Brewing. Check them out at commoncrown.ca, 28th Street Northeast in Calgary. And let's bring the Moose back in just ahead of switching over to... uh, football i forgot to tell you the poll for our friends at key auto group and that is should mike babcock have had to resign as head coach of the columbus blue jackets it's brought to you by key auto group at the key auto group you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to key uh, just a quick 
check of the Twitter. 71% on Twitter saying, yes, he should have been forced to resign. So how about that? What are they saying on YouTube, Clark? Do we have a uh, closer to 50-50 there? Okay, thank you. I'm not done, nor is Darren on the Babs thing. We'll come back on it, but... It is September after all, ball for all. Point three of our quick six, Dakota Prescott threw for two touchdowns. Zach Wilson had three picks at his first start after Aaron Rodgers' season-ending Achilles tendon injury. And the Dallas Cowboys crushed the New York Jets 30-10. to 10. Feels great. Secondary poll question today was going to be, do you actually believe Aaron Rodgers will return in time for the playoffs after his Achilles tendon injury and surgery? Um, It's a trick question, Moose, because they're not going to make the playoffs. So it doesn't matter. But do you believe that Aaron Rodgers could be ready by December? I do. He's an alternative medicine kind of guy. He's a guy who would take chances and, and find a way to come back, and and I think he would, but you're right. They're not getting there. In the late game, the Miami Dolphins improved to 2-0 with a wild 24-17 win over the New England Patriots, who slipped to 0-2. That's a battle of the AFC East. Uh, Patriots, have they been mathematically accounted out of it yet? Jets are at least 1-1. But those are the two games I'm following. That came up in the sports break. I didn't even have to go digging for it per se cowboys won dolphins won life's good but your titans are rolling too the chargers covered correct uh that was that was a toughie how did you feel about that no. game and the rest of week two you might have missed the end of that one the titans won last did the yesterday. titans come back and win over they came back and won overtime they won oh i turned it off catch by deandre wow. hopkins set up a game-winning field goal by nick folk who they got from the patriots um we're feeling pretty good at the top of the division. Um, that's okay. But the other game I was, I was in, the Bengals are 0-2, losing more. Um, in a game where Lamar jumps back, Mark Andrews is back. And so there's a little concern right now in Cincinnati. I tell you what. So drove back from Estero, Florida on Sunday from the NHL Rookie Showcase, the Southeast Rookie Showcase had complete NFL out of my mind and I flipped on the television and it was near the end of the Cowboys Jets game and from what I saw the Chargers were up like five and I'm like the line was three ah Chargers gonna cover click flipped over I think that was around the time that I did so that is an amazing ending now to the Canadian Football League where we are the CFL's favorite show and Folks, you can write in with your NFL comments if you want, but we've got a lot of football to get to here. And by the way, Claire Hanna's on the way from TSN Ottawa and Craig Button in hour two. But the BC Lions set a franchise record as we look to the CFL Saturday night by overcoming a 19-point fourth-quarter deficit to beat the Ottawa Red Blacks 41-37. Lions receiver Lucky Whitehead caught a touchdown pass in the end zone with 22 seconds to go to cap the comeback. Earlier in the day, the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the Hall of Fame game enjoyed a field day in the interception department. Zach threw three, Caleros, and upset the visiting Winnipeg Blue Bombers 29-23. And while we're at it, might as well talk about what happened Friday. Boris Beatty's 38-yard field goal in the dying seconds of the fourth quarter gave the Toronto Argonauts a wild 23-20 victory over the Montreal Alouettes. And with the win, the Argonauts clinched first in the East at 11-1. 
And in the late game, the Edmonton Elks continued their hot streak, dumping the Saskatchewan Rough Riders 36-27 on a late Trey Ford touchdown. The victory is the fourth in five games for the Elks. And the loss dropped the Riders to 6-7. and seven. Their playoff standing is now in question. I immediately, Darren, wanted to jump to the Ottawa Red Blacks, but I'm going to spend more time next segment with Claire Hanna on that because she's in Ottawa. Other than to say their fans are very upset, burning their season tickets, filling the open line shows, sucks to be them. We've all been there. And the only way out of it is to keep chopping wood. And dare I say, other than the Argos, the Edmonton Elks are like the hottest team in the CFL. So I'm obviously very happy for the green and gold. Man, your take on week 15 in the CFL. I am all both feet inside the bandwagon of the Edmonton Elks. Um, Like, I don't want to start talking about a Grey Cup because that's kind of crazy when you look at what Toronto's doing. And even Winnipeg, even though they lost, you know, BC's very good. All the other teams. But if they somehow get into the playoffs and continue to play hot and then get to a great cup, maybe even win it, it would be the greatest story in CFL history to come from 0-9 all the way back with a Canadian quarterback coming out of Canadian college football. It would, it's, it's just unbelievable, but they're doing it. And they have this attitude of never quitting, never folding the tent, and it shows with what they're doing in fourth quarters. They do need to start games a little better, but man, it's fun to watch. It's the thing about football, man. I got football people from down here that they follow the CFL a lot. I swear, put it on my tombstone. We're into the hundred of stories now. Hundred and first story of my tombstone, Darren. Rod said the CFL was more respected in America than it is in Canada. That's a fact because this is a football country. But I had a guy in Alabama named Ron. He's a big Chris Jones fan. He's like, Rod, do you think Edmonton's going to make the playoffs? With Hamilton winning on Saturday, that the crossover may not happen, right? Uh, you got to finish third in the West to make the playoffs. That's what it looks like. But if there was anybody that could make history, and you said it last week, I believe, that the Edmonton Elks could now be the remember when team. Remember when they went 0-9 and went all the way to the Grey Cup? I mean, flukes happen. Toronto's the ideal team. It's like, it's not how you start. You know, they say it's not how you start, it's how you finish. But No, the real champion teams, it's like, it's how you start, it's how you finish, and it's how you play in the middle too. <laughs> and Toronto's doing that. But if Edmonton gets hot, it could happen. Pausing for a second. Uh, Just from the audience, Darren, uh, from Wilf in Steinbeck, Manitoba. He says, hi, Rod and Moose. Coaches knowing about players, families, etc. That's okay. But asking to see pitchers is over the line. From Kirk in Toronto says, 50 mil Mike gets fired by the media. Sounds like the CBC. <laughs> How about Kirk that? also says, Kirk also says, Argos are 11 and 1 for the first time in their 150 year history. I know. Why is nobody talking about the fact this could be the greatest Argos team of all time? Because, Rod, I'll answer it myself, they're going to have to win a great cup to earn that distinction. Rick 
is watching in Martinsville, and he says, uh, Rod, you just said sponsors may pull out. Actually, I think Darren did. You did, right? Not me. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He said they pull out because too many idiots who believe anything said on TV. The truth comes out later, but it doesn't matter. That's social media for you. What a sorry world we live in. Uh, that's very fair, too. Um, I know what you're saying. Sponsors got the Edmonton Eskimos name changed to Elks. I think if they'd had a president in there with a backbone, it would still be called the Edmonton Eskimos. But you can't go back. I, that's, I get what he's saying. But I yeah, don't think I, the NHL would have... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you know, there's a saying, perception is reality. And it's true. It doesn't mean that perception is fact or truth, but it is. And somebody in the comments last segment said um, they should go to court. For what? You can go to court and prove that Mike Babcock did nothing wrong in his contract and all of that. But it doesn't mean he's going to be the head coach. You can't get pushed into it, right? If Ugh. a team doesn't want you to be a head coach, you're not going to be the head coach. doesn't matter if you were right or wrong. So if the players, if the fans are upset, if it's negative in the media, sponsors are upset, you don't want that. doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. Um, yeah, I, I, I totally get where John Ohm's coming from. Believe me. Believe you me. Um, I've had uh, so many things happen to me in my life professionally. Darren knows what they are, and a lot of our audience do. And I've had people say, one of which was Craig Button, by the way. He could back me up on this. He's like, you need to take this to court. Craig has a law degree, and I think he's specialized in labor. You need to take this to court. You need to sue them. I've had that happen to multiple employers. And in every case, I said, why? Why? And get a few bucks out of it. I'd rather just move on and forget it. And that's probably what I would think Babs will do. By the way, our CFL coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com. Um, just to continue on here, a couple. Of things. We have a few moments left. NHL rookie camp wrap. Can we push that to the next hour? We'll talk more hockey. I think that works good because Craig Button will join us then. Um, college football wrap. I turned on the radio today. Working out here, Moose, I brought the rower out onto the line, eh? And I was listening to Dan Patrick, and all they talked about was Deion Sanders and Colorado. And I got the sense that Dan Patrick isn't a fan of prime time because he said they should have beaten them by three touchdowns. They beat Colorado State in overtime 43-35 in the wildest game of the day. And I'm like, Dan, you're a hater. I never paid you as a hater. You only won by six. Should have won by 21. And he goes, Dion will get humbled. They always do. He spent two full segments on college and prime. FAU here got bombed at Clemson 48-14. And as Serena said, did you expect anything else? That's just college football for you. Shock of the week was Alabama only winning at USF 17-3. My good friend Matt DeBuck's kid plays for the USF South Florida Bulls. I was going to text DeBuck and say, is this a moral victory because you only lost by 14? The spread was 30. And in Canada West football, the Regina Rams beat Calgary 23-15. Darren called it. UBC bombed 
Manitoba 56-10. And the Saskatchewan Huskies were upset 26-22 by the Alberta Golden Bears, who are 3-0 for the first time since Christ was a cowboy. There's my college and university football rap. What do you got on that? That's, that's pretty good. Um, the Colorado-Colorado State game, obviously, everybody's talking about it. That's a rivalry game, though. You can throw point spreads out the window in rivalry games. You talked about that in the Canadian Football League when it comes to Labor Day and the Banjo Bowl. Um, so that was interesting. The other one that caught my eye, Florida State, as a top-five team in the country, I think they were number three, only beat Boston College by two. That had people talking a little bit. And the other game in college, Alberta, that's big. They're 3-0, first time since 05. But uh, Queens took Western out east uh, down to the wire. It was a last-second touchdown with 13 seconds left for Western, number one team in the country, uh, to knock off Queens, who are going to host the Vanier Cup. So um, that kind of covers you coast-to-coast. Well, hey, I'm slowly, slowly getting on to the college football thing. We have, you know, as we've the ratings show, millions of new viewers now as of August 25th when we debuted on Shaw. So if they, I was the voice of the Rough Riders for 20 years, the voice of the Regina Pats for 20 years, 17 on, or 15 on radio, 5 on television. I'm used to just one team. So I'm trying to learn the college football thing. Of all the latest things. And as you saw, I whiffed on the Titans-Chargers game. It's a lot to stay on top of. But it's like, so you win, but if you don't win by enough, that's a bad thing. But it is, because you might drop two, three, four, five in the rankings or right out of the top ten, like Alabama does. So it's, it's a whole other animal, and it's a big animal. How do you eat an elephant, Darren? How do you eat an elephant, Darren? One bite at a time. Right. <laughs> so I'm only like 10, 11 bites in. I'll see you in hour two. See you then. TSN Ottawa's Claire Hanna is coming up next. We are live on the Game Plus television network all across Canada and 31 U.S. states as well. We're on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, YouTube Live, and podcast. Collectors, register for the premier sports card convention where collectors, enthusiasts, and sports lovers unite to celebrate the beauty and value of their treasured items. Taking place in Red Deer, Alberta, in the Parkland Pavilion, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. Get your tickets and more information at premiersportscardcon.ca. It's been a while since we've had her on. Let's bring in Claire Hanna from TSN Ottawa. And before we get to Ottawa sports, as you know, Claire, I've got a tremendous amount of respect for your journalistic acumen. So I just want your take as an observer of the Mike Babcock situation. What are your thoughts in the last I knew week you'd what's ask. going on? Rod, I knew of course. you'd ask. Oh, man. Okay, well, I was texting with somebody else in the industry about this yesterday, and I think that it's really hard to find the winners in this situation, to be honest. Um, I, I'm not, This might come off as controversial, but I, I think it's okay. <laughs> I think it's really important for a coach to get to know his athletes or her athletes. And so I think this strategy 
like you're just getting to know them. Like photo reels are pretty personal space for anybody. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know, I, I probably wouldn't have a hard time showing my photo reels to anybody. Um, and I also think when you're dealing with players who make a lot of money, you want to get to know them. And I think it's okay to do some check-ins like that. Um, but yeah, it's an invasion of privacy too. So I'm really, I'm really on the fence. I've been thinking about this a lot. Is it worth, you know, dismissing him over that? I don't know. That's the question for me. I'm wondering if it's, yeah. if it was a bit of an overreach, but then on the, I want to say one also something about Paul Bissonnette's reporting. Like, yeah, he reported this story and it's correct, but what other things does Paul Bissonnette know about hockey culture, misogyny that he's not reporting? And I just think if he's going to say that story, then he should be saying a lot of other ones too. Yeah, well, hey, welcome to 2023. It's like, who gets to pick? Who gets canceled and who doesn't and i'm not even saying babs was canceled i don't know enough about it i just think it's a wild story and kind of fun to watch i can tell you what hasn't been fun to watch and we'll get to the senators in, in a second but it's the poor ottawa red blacks fans like every week they're no. finding new ways to lose oh. and they, i just feel like they're they're raging what's it like yeah, well, okay, first of all, I was away for most of the summer, so I missed some of the amazing comebacks that Dustin Crumb led the quarterback, you know, against Winnipeg. Well, like, I feel bad. I missed some of their, their thrilling overtime victories. So I've been back. I've covered two of their matches, the one against Hamilton where they lost. You know, in that one, they had a chance possibly on the final drive, but... The one in BC was such a heartbreaker, up 19 points in the fourth quarter, and you let that one go. That's tough. I, you know, you got to give a lot of credit to BC because they never gave up. They, they thought in the back of their minds, okay, this is a CFL, anything can happen. But if I'm on the Ottawa Red Blacks, I'm heartbroken because I'm looking at the record. I'm thinking about how many just such close games they've played and that they've lost by a single possession. And that one is really the dagger to the heart. So... You know, this is a team that had promise. They've they've gone through four quarterbacks. It's never easy to find chemistry when you've got that kind of a rotating cycle, Rod, as you've seen in this industry, in this league, sorry. Um, so I think they, they tried to do what they could, but this one's going to sting. Yeah, well, I think that you just got to look as far as Edmonton with what's gone on there. They went from being blown out to close games, losing, and now winning. That's the track that I see Ottawa yeah. on. So the fans are just going to have to be paid. They're not getting blown out anymore. They're still losing, but at least they're close games. That's progress in my mind, which takes me to the Senators. They haven't made the playoffs since I don't know when. Are Six they going seasons. through this year? Six seasons. I will, I'll tell you. Okay. That's a long time. Yeah. So how's that going over? <laughs> it's like you don't want to talk about it. Is the sense I, was I get? For the question. How's the how's it going? Yeah. Over? Well, I think was the, the mood a fan there? base that's also been patient, but I think the patience is wearing thin because six years is a long time to be in a rebuild. Um, and but here's the thing: like 
Rod, this is such an exciting group of kids. And I say kids because Tim Stutzla, I think he's 21 years old. He led their team with 90 points last year. Brady Kachuk is, I think, 24, 25. Josh Norris, if he's healthy, he's young. Jake Sanderson, who they just signed. Like, this group has so many young, I don't want to say promising players because they're already starting to deliver and they're at such a young age category that there's really nowhere for this group to go but up. And so... I don't want to throw around the word playoffs because that's just that's a scary expectation to place on a team and I don't think they're going to be talking about that but we did see Brady Chuck the captain at the end of last season say I am sick and tired of not playing at the end of April. I I never want this to happen again. So you know that that is really what they're aiming for this season and I mean they've put up some exciting hockey these past 2 years. They've had slumps which have really devastated this fan base especially in November. If they can figure out how to put some wins together in November, I think that that's going to set them up for success down the end and just keep this fan base really into it. Um, but they've they've just been a, a pretty fun group to watch, and I think they're only going to get more interesting. Well, I think we're seeing with the NFL's Washington Commanders what an ownership change can do. The Commanders are 2-0, and and who knows if they'll continue on that road, but a breath of fresh air can mean a lot in an organization. Is it too early to sense that the Sens are getting a breath of fresh air with the ownership change there? Well, I think you saw just the fact that they jumped to sign Jake Sanderson to that, you know, a contract extension, eight years. I don't know if you would have seen that in the old um, ownership group, and I don't want to speak a lot to that ownership group because I don't have a lot of experience with them. We've also, we haven't met Michael Andlauer officially as media. Um, we're anticipating that's going to be happening, you know, sometime soon, um, that he will, you know, be officially named the new owner of the Ottawa Senators. But um, I think that this is a team now that's just is going to be a cap team. You know, before they were always making sure they spent enough to reach the cap or to, to you know, the minimum cap. But now they're they're flirting with the top. They've only got $900,000 worth of space. They still need to sign Shane Pinto. So they're probably going to have to free up some cap space to do that. I don't see them letting a young forward like that go. He's, he's probably in the bottom six, but he's played in the top six before. He's just a key part to their depth as a center. Um, but yeah, I think you're seeing already the shift in that this is a team that's going to spend money to be great. Hey, we have about a minute uh, over your shoulder. Is that a Jason Robbins painting? And what's the story behind it, please? He's my favorite artist in the world. Yeah. Yes, Rod, you're so good. It is. I actually had this commissioned um, when I left Saskatchewan for Ottawa, and I sent him a whole bunch of photos of my favorite places in Regina, um, some of my favorite events that I'd covered. You'll probably see there's some, like, Briar up there. They're the CP Women's Open. There's a um, Mosaic Stadium, and it's just a big um, mosaic of everything. I'm so happy you noticed that, Rod. I love Jason, uh, Jason Robbins, and he did a great job. He's the greatest artist I've ever seen. He's the best and a wonderful person. So I'm glad I asked. Hey, I'm glad everything's going so great. Claire, keep it up. We're watching all the time. Thanks for the time today. I miss you guys. I hope everything's well, Rod. We miss you too. Thank you. TSN Ottawa's Claire Hanna checking in from the nation's capital. We have Open Line next and a sports update. We are live from South Florida on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, YouTube Live and Podcast.
Is it just me, or has this day, this show, just flown by? Because I got so much I want to say. I feel like I've been listening to everybody else all show. I want to talk. I appreciate those chiming in. Colin in Ottawa writes in and says, We haven't made the playoffs since 2017, Roddy. Uh, thanks for that. In one of our reading uh, recent rating reports, Ottawa was our second highest city for viewership. I don't know why, but I love it. Thank you, Ottawa. I love this one. T. Will in Winnipeg says, I'm a big Claire Hanna fan, but she needs to start covering Winnipeg sports. Yeah, but she's in Ottawa, so... That's like somebody in Ottawa saying... Um... Why am I having a brain fart? Clark, who was the... Sarah Orleski. Sorry. Why doesn't Sarah Orleski cover Ottawa sport? Because she's in Winnipeg, brah. Allie in Texarkana says, It has flown by, Rod. I agree. But I said open lines. I probably won't stay with that phrase. Uh, but I just meant audience takeover because it's so much fun to hear from the audience. It really is. This is the most interactive show on television or radio, and it will stay that way. And I'll get to a sports update here in a second, but um, on the Mike Babcock thing, like Clark said, it's close to 50-50 on the poll. Our poll question today, should Mike Babcock have had to resign as coach of Columbus? Twitter, it's like over 70% yes, he should, but on YouTube, it's more 50-50. And what do you got? Yeah, I heard you. Did you just hit your button? Clark? Oh, okay. Well, I heard you. Uh, anyways, Mike is from Saskatchewan, so Babcock. You can imagine there's a lot of pro-Babcock support in Saskatchewan. And people are writing me going, but he did this, 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 and this. And as I've learned... The hard way, doing good or doing right, doesn't cancel out doing wrong. And you know me, if you've been following this show or me long enough, I like to pick a side and I stay there. I guess my point is simply this on the Babcock thing. If he's guilty of what he's been accused of, he deserves to lose his job. Because it really seems to me that anything that caused him to get fired in Toronto or the ill will there, he hasn't learned his lesson nor changed. I thought it would be a different Mike Babcock in Columbus, and it turns out it's the same guy. Therefore, he's probably got to go. He hasn't apologized for anything. Sports update, the Toronto Blue Jays have today off after a three-game sweep of the Boston Red Sox, but it's put them back in a wildcard spot. Toronto now holds the second American League wildcard. They open a series at New York. Tuesday night, the American League East leading Baltimore Orioles are 93-56 and 56 for a winning percentage of 624 heading into a game tonight at Houston. Two years ago, they were 321. How about that? The New York Giants that? are the only team in baseball history to improve their winning percentage by 300 or more within two seasons. That was way back in 1902-04. Monday Night Football will feature two games tonight. The New Orleans Saints and Cleveland Browns will both try to improve to 2-0. and 
Saints visit the Carolina Panthers while the Browns play the Steelers in Pittsburgh. The Panthers and Steelers are both 0-1. Sports updates for Common Crown Brewing Company, everybody. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment, featuring their core five, Good Company Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown Crafted Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coppersmith Brown Ale, four of which sit below 5% ABV, making them the ideal beer for your everyday common affair. So next hour, we did a lot of football this hour. Next hour, a lot of hockey. More on Babcock, obviously. Craig Button's going to be with us from TSN. The Moose will rejoin us. And uh, whatever football you want to sprinkle in, we can. You football fans, don't be turning off your sets. But uh, I want to go through Bedard's hat trick for Chicago. The uh, NHL rookie tournament that I was able to participate in or witness on the weekend here in Florida. We have a lot of fun coming up next hour. Stick around after this brief pause on Game Plus and WQEE Radio. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.